chapel I'm lean back with the less pull Shit I smoke is like cholesterol A lot of people think that we're like burning our city down and we're rioting and destroying everything I mean I think there's some level of truth to that Yeah, dude, we are fresh off the daintiest open mic I've ever been to in my life. It was in a bar in Oakland, Pittsburgh, and we had some Antifa there. We had some black nerds. We had some normal black people. We had some ambitious whites. We had um, we had we had a real rigmarole. We had the pansexuals, we had the goth girls. Did I say goth girls already? And here's the thing about these open mics is I am prejudiced towards the goths and the pansexuals in terms of how funny they're going to be. Because I always assume we're going to get full-on Antifa comedy with them uh, just like telling us how to think and that it's okay to be gay, which is boring and not funny, even though I agree with it. Um, but the goth keeps surprising me. There was a goth at Crackpots last Thursday, which is that club in Massillon that I've been talking about, and she fucking killed. She had good, funny, relatable stories about family that it doesn't really matter that they were about family. It's not like I'm Cosby and I'm trying to make people work clean, but she told funny stories that had nothing to do with uh, trans rights or anything. So... That was good. She proved me wrong. And we had a goth girl today that I for sure thought was going to bomb that absolutely ripped and roared in front of nine comics uh, in this shed of a storage room behind a bar. We walked through this bar into this place. It's called, um, fuck, what's it called? It's called Sonny's, Sonny's Tavern. I burp every fucking episode. You can count on it. Uh, Sonny's Tavern. And I walk in, and it's just a bunch of old black people off of work, playing darts, smoking cigarettes, having a blast, playing the lotto uh, machines, and they're having, uh, like I said, uh, the grandest of times. And then a bunch of people were there for the mic. Uh, and what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the goth girl. Goth girl killed, even though I thought she was going to suck because I judged her by the way she looks. She had boots. She was bigger. She had a long dress, uh, dark clothes, but she killed. I can't even, like, try and tell you what her jokes were about because they were so unique to her and funny. Um, and then, but there was a pansexual who bombed. Uh, you, I think if you are up there talking about being pansexual, uh, it's not that that's not funny. It's that we can almost count on you not being funny. I'm going to stick with that prejudice. That is 100%. Something that I'm going to agree with until there is someone... Or maybe I've seen a pansexual that's funny. I don't know. And they just didn't say it. But chances are, if you're talking about being pansexual, uh, you're a fucking snooze fest. And it's not going to be funny. But uh, that has nothing to do with their sexuality. It just It's just my assumption uh, based on what personality is going to come from that. Because uh, the goth girl kills. Goth girl kills. And I'm sure she's bi or something. It doesn't really matter. But uh, goth girl killed... There's another kid there named Adam who was, like, doing puns, which, like, normally you'd think, fuck that guy. He's, that's not funny at all if you just do ten minutes of puns. But he was such a goofy fucking crazy guy. Before the mic, he was, like, 
borrowing cigarettes from people and like talking to everybody i'm like this guy seems wacko he's short he's like you know like regular looking like he doesn't really look like anybody you've seen before like normally there's like token white guys i feel like i fall in that category of like i look like every other uh mild looking white guy and he's just like he's a niche white guy is what i think he's shorter kind of pudgy and has like a well not pudgy he's got like that uh that that pot belly that beer belly and he i told him afterwards i'm like dude like your stage presence is like impressive like that's you were very funny like because he he got laughs off of like personality of the jokes and like sort of like teasing himself because i mean there were good puns i mean i don't know it's hard to say that because you know they're fucking puns but uh i mean if something's funny it's funny and he was funny and I told him afterwards, he's like, yeah, man, like, it usually doesn't go like that. I, I just had a few beers, and it, it went well today. And I'm sure it, it goes well. I'm sure he's being modest. But I made friends with him. I uh, made friends with Goth Girl. Goth Girl had something very interesting going on. Goth Girl um, was uh, had a posse of gay men, which was the coolest thing in the world. She's like the Martin Lawrence of the Goth Girl world, just traveling around with a crew, which is hilarious to me. She had two cigarette-smoking homosexuals following her at all times. Uh, They were very uh, generous laughers, even when it came to my ladyboy bit, because, you know, that is working even better than it did in New York, probably because these mics are easier. And also I've changed it and made it more uh, uh, shorter and tighter and funnier, I think. And I'm trying to find the right joke after that because the Down Syndrome joke uh, about Down Syndrome chefs either needs to be worked on uh, or put in a different spot, but I only do fucking five to ten minute sets right now, so who fucking cares? But uh, going to Crackpots on Thursday, uh, which is where I saw the other goth girl, I think I already said that, who did really well. And she wasn't even goth, she was just more like, she was more uh, classic Antifa of, like, uh, you dress this way, so I think I know all of your opinions already. Which is a bad way for me to think, but, like, it's just so spot on for most of the time. Uh, and it's refreshing to find out that that's not true. And that people are, um, can be different ways from uh, how they stereotypically dress. And I'm mostly talking about white women who dress, you know, short haircut and uh, just... just I don't know, like the it's the new age le- lesbian sort of look, which I don't know. I'm not going to go that deep into it because I am digging a hole for myself. I have no opinion. I love all people. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, got to stop judging the lesbians, Pete, and the pans and the goths because sometimes they will be funny, just like uh, tonight. So that's what's going on in the open mic world. I think that's kind of good. I mean, that wasn't that interesting, guys. Don't you think that was pretty interesting? What's going on here? Uh, but I'm doing mics again. I feel good. I have a fucking panic attack before every uh, mic and before I get on stage. But uh, afterwards, I feel great, especially if it went well. Even if it goes not great, like the first mic I did last week. Um, I'm excited to do the next one in a couple of days. So, yeah, I'll be driving to Pittsburgh and Ohio uh, mostly Tuesdays and Thursdays to do mics and shows and whatever the fuck. Hopefully I get it in with this Crockpots guy. Uh, his name is Chris Kettler or Kelter. I don't know. He's a cool guy. He owns the club in Massillon. And um, 
it'd be good to get uh, show him that I'm funny and then maybe start opening there because they have real shows because it's a real comedy club every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sundays, I think it's a showcase, but still, that'd be awesome. Uh, podcast news. I'm sure you've seen. If you haven't uh, been paying attention, it's because you're not in the Erie area, which is fine. But if you are a longtime listener, you know that I'm a big supporter of Protocol Spike Protein. Wow, this really sounds like a podcast ad read. Sorry. Uh, let's keep it a little more natural there, Pete. But um, Protocol's out in stores in Erie. And it's going really well. This seems like they're pushing fucking numbers. And every distributor and gas station and bar that they're in, which is like a couple dozen now, maybe more at this point. It's like a new place every day in Erie picks up their thing. You can go to their website, protocolbeverage.com, if you want to find out where they sell it. Because chances are there's a store near you. (laughs) Yeah. And Mitch is going to come on the podcast next week. Because I'm filming this uh, on my drive home from Pittsburgh. On a fucking Tuesday, I'm going to film with him on Friday, which will be nice because usually I have all the Protocol boys on, and I love them, but podcasts are usually better 1v1 uh, unless you actually have a giant room of uh, murderous comedy killers. So I think me and Mitch are going to shoot the shit, talk a little bit about the red tape that they had to break through uh, for like Pennsylvania laws to fucking get through and allow protein-based alcohol beverages uh, and then also just make Jeff Bezos jokes because he loves them and um, but yeah actually if you want to hear an updated version of the ladyboy bit if you heard it uh, on the podcast before because that's basically where the bit came from was a few earlier episode of the podcast it's a bit that's working for me right now it's like three minutes long uh, it's, get, it's gotten laughs everywhere I've been so far in my open mic escapade in the last couple of weeks. Um, it's uh, audio from Crackpots last week. It's on my Instagram, Pete Morris Com, uh, and you can listen to it there. It's a subtitled video and a picture because I only had the audio from it. I didn't record it like a sec because I didn't think I was going to post it, but then it went really well. And I was like, all right, this is fucking show people what's what i'm working on and i think it's really funny and uh i'm trying to add on to that keep things rolling try to do a couple mics a week no matter what there's mics in erie uh coming up one on march 10th at voodoo i guess i probably usually i don't want people to come to them but i guess if you come you come it's a fucking open mic um but yeah, dude, that's what's going on. I'm excited to have Mitch on because he's hilarious and he has opinions. I'm going to try and compile some current events for him because he always has wild takes on what's going on in the news and in the world, even though I don't give a fuck about the news. But it's fun to take um, just stupid positions on current events and roll with it because I always think that's funny. Um, I know I promised the Rich Lane interview for Gem City. But I really don't want to push them to pick a date. I think they're just fucking busy as shit. Obviously, they run a restaurant. Most days, when they finish, they want to go home. Uh, we've I've talked about this a million times in the last, like, five episodes because I've been promising them as the next episode for a long time. But I'm just telling you this, like, hopefully it happens. Maybe it won't. That's fine. Either way, I love Rich and Elaine. I love Gem City. 
uh, no beefs there because fucking I need my eggs Benedict and I'm never gonna not go to Gem City unless or I guess until I go back to New York but um yeah dude fucking comedy's sick dude I love it it's going awesome right now uh, I'll have a different perspective when I try something new on Thursday in terms of jokes and I bomb and I'll probably talk about that on the next solo episode or maybe never or who cares but it's exciting right now it feels good to be on stage feels good to be making jokes work especially one that was kind of funny in New York and it would get laughs here and there but now I've done three mics where it's worked and in front of all different people in rooms of different sizes one was a fucking closet like tonight and it worked and it felt good it felt good yeah where are we at 17 that means I've probably been filming for like 12 minutes I had notes I had fucking notes oh this is fucking nuts do you guys remember when Donald Trump (laughs) I just got done talking about how I don't do news but do you guys remember when Donald Trump got banned from social media and he was like I'm gonna make my own platform well it happened I don't know if you saw the news story. I think they're suppressing the news story. I don't know who they is, but like, uh, I got actually no. Maybe I just don't watch the news, so I don't hear about anything. But his social media platform is out there. It's an app. It's called what the fuck is it called? I don't know. Fucking Google it. Donald Trump social media platform. You'll find out what it is. I downloaded the app because this is going to be fucking ridiculous. And right now, uh, there's like 300,000 users on it, and because like. They don't really know how much bandwidth they're going to need to use the website. Uh, They're only allowing so many people, I think like maybe 20,000 people to use it right now. And in like a week or two, they'll let everybody who signed up be on it. And that's going to be fucking nuts because it's going to be all the people who uh, want Donnie T to shoot his shit again. And I'm, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. I think everything he says is hilarious and ridiculous which is why i joined the app and i texted everybody i knew i was like dude this is gonna be wild once this fucking breaks it's gonna be absolutely insane uh so i'll keep you updated on that front because i think it's gonna be the craziest platform ever it might suck it might suck dick it might just like crash and burn because donald trump did it and everything he's done in the past has like not gone well in terms of like real estate stuff and he just fucks over people and makes a bunch of money it could be a ploy for him to just make a bunch of money in the guise of running again and then not run again and keep all the money, which is hilarious uh, because anybody that like gives him money is retarded. Um, but um, even if it is that, that, I mean, that's so funny. Like, if, if you're a part of that crew, uh, that's hilarious to me. Uh, but regardless, it'll be amazing to see the people on this platform and... Uh, the people I would I would imagine there's going to be an opposing uh, voice in terms of like anti-Trump people on the platform I don't know I guess maybe they'll block people like that it's going to be nuts I have no idea what's going to happen I was telling uh, my buddies uh, in our group chat I was like this is either going to be like the most awesome thing in the world and hilarious thing in the world or it's going to be used for like sex trafficking and shut down in like six months and Trump is just gonna never pay anybody who worked on it which will be 
hilarious either way. Whatever end, whatever outcome, it's going to be funny to see who was stupid enough to a work with this man, or b uh, give merit to this platform, which is funny as fuck. And uh, I know I've been saying, "Oh, that's hilarious! That's hilarious!" Got to chill on that, Pete. They get it, but it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be absolutely insane. I think it's going to be wild. Um. What else do I want to talk about? Crackbox is cool as fuck, man. It's that mass long club I mentioned earlier. There's like two people. One of them was the goth girl. was very funny. Who's getting back into stand-up. The reason why I doubted her is because uh, before the mic, she was talking to somebody. And she's like, dude, I used to live in L.A. And I had an hour of material, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's like the sure tell sign of someone who has like 20 minutes of dog shit and is lying about the other 40 but uh she was very funny and she had 10 minutes of very funny stuff and just getting back on her feet in ohio hopefully she reaches her full potential one day yeah dude that's what's fucking going on. Oh, there was another person at Crackpots. He was like an old African man. I don't even know if I can do that accent. But he would tell these jokes. And the setup was there's a town in uh, Canada called Oral. And you can go there to get a blowjob or something like that. It was just like him naming towns that were funny in that they were sexual innuendos, I think. Uh, And then he would, the punchline was always like something to do with that sexual innuendo. And they weren't really jokes, but it was hilarious because he was like laughing through the entire time in an African accent. And everybody was like, what is happening right now? And it was like one of the wildest things I've ever seen. He just killed for... 10 minutes saying the names of towns and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen so that was interesting hopefully I see him again I think his name was Peter too Peter from Africa I don't know where in Africa maybe South Africa no but maybe Nigeria I don't know maybe I'll try and talk to him one day but I, so this goth girl is interesting from tonight I know I mentioned two goth girls and what's his name Adam, fucking crazy pun guy with uh, wild energy. They were cool. Um, Maybe I can develop comedy relationships with them and get one of them on the podcast to talk. I think there's some really funny people at Crackpots too. There's a guy who headlines there every now and again and um, opens for acts that come to town there in Massillon who's super, super funny. And I would like to talk to him on the podcast because the podcast, I'm going to be honest, the podcast has been sucking cock lately and it's my fault. Obviously I've not been releasing on regularly, which is a problem mostly because I was worried about putting out bad podcasts and then I eventually just put out bad podcasts, which is fine. And it's all my fault and they're going to get better. I think this is going to be a good podcast just because I'm fucking on the road doing road dog shit, fucking getting after it. And uh, trying to have comics on. Because the interview thing is fine. It's nice. 
it hooks the eerie crowd in, but nobody fucking like returns from those viewers. Like if I get a 300 views from Allison Tonofrio or Ali Shell or 80 views from uh, a musician or something or 150 views from uh, the Jared Giannone who makes movies, like it's great. And I get like maybe one or two returning subscribers from that. Uh, but it's not consistent. So I need to find a format for this show, which I think is just fucking high-octane solo episodes. And guests, they're going to come on and fucking rip and roar and be funny and interesting and learn about their backstories. And hope I th- hopefully it'll be more comics or open micers, really. And then people who I like, like Jared, I'm going to have on again just because it'd be fun to talk to him solo uh, about movies and shit and like make it be more interesting than trying to involve a bunch of people from his team uh, and talk about one thing. So, yeah, I want to fucking I want to make this a funny podcast because there have been some good parts of the last few episodes but they have been overall not great and uh that's my fault so here's the fucking making them better and fucking getting after it at the open mics writing new jokes having cool people on who are funny and making a good podcast because otherwise this thing's just gonna wither away and fucking die which will be very disappointing and i don't want that to happen i want this to slowly grow and I know that takes some time, but we're a year in and we growth needs to happen. Whether I'm happy with like a subscriber a week, uh, like it was in the summer, but I don't think it's sustainable with random people. I think it needs to be people I fucking know and like or comics that are going to come on and fucking tickle my tits, you know? So, yeah. That's where I'm at mentally, and I think the podcast is going to be a lot better from here on out. Uh, Mitch Clark next week, founder of Procast Bike Protein. Thank you, cunts, for listening. Um, I'll see you later. Oh, yeah, let me know about the intro if you like it. I think it's funny. I think funny intro is better than like, oh, here's the uh, a lo-fi sound uh, music and the people I've interviewed in the past with black and white. I think that's cute and it's nice, but I think just making fucking Lord of the Rings and UFC mashups is ridiculous and funny. So, and it's fucking um, Action Bronson. And I'm not monetized by YouTube. I don't have enough viewers for that. So who gives a fuck if my video is monetized or not? We're making copyright claims. But yeah, dude, that's a fucking episode. We're about to start firing off fucking sick ones so tune in next week motherfuckers